Welcome to the Eskenazi Health Here For You podcast, where we do go beyond the doctor's office. My name is Brian Van Bocklin. I'm a member of the public affairs team here at Eskenazi Health, and we are joined by a very a special guest today, new to our Social Determinants of Health organization or service line. We have Ted Grain, who is the director of Social Determinants of Health, to talk about the current programs and really getting out into the neighborhood here with Eskenazi. Um, so, Ted, we'll dive into everything, but how about we start with a little background about you and how you came to Eskenazi Health, and then we'll jump into social determinants of health. Sure. It's great to be here, and uh, honestly, I've been flirting with coming to Eskenazi Health for years, so I uh, have been working in community development for a long time. This is the field that really thinks about how to improve neighborhoods, uh, whether that be housing conditions, parks, recreation, trails. Uh, all the things that actually affect people's health outcomes beyond um, the healthcare system. And so I uh, started in this role this year, and I'm the first person in this role as the Director of Social Determinants of Health, but joined by an incredible team of folks. And our goal is really to think about how Eskenazi Health can leverage what we do well uh, and partner with community partners to improve the social determinants of health, the things that affect our health that are beyond healthcare. And one of the things that I think has been great about what your group is doing is, you know, right now you're very much, uh, you know, you kind of know what you want to accomplish, but you're also in the exploratory, the investigation part of it all. So we've talked with uh, Dr. McElroy Jones about some of her things for the 38th Street Corridor. You've been doing some neighborhood tours uh, can you give us, you know, a little more information about how these are going, what you're trying to accomplish with these neighborhood tours? Well, ultimately, it's part of a, a culture change. So Eskenazi Health has always been uh, embedded in neighborhoods. Uh, we have a long history. We have a series of very strategically located um, Eskenazi Health Center sites. So we have 12 different primary care sites that are in neighborhoods. And those are the right neighborhoods for us to be in. Those are the neighborhoods that have the highest health disparities um, so strategically and historically, we've we've been doing this work. Um, the neighborhood tours uh, is an attempt to make sure that the current staff and the current approach at Eskenazi is really connected to what's happening outside the clinic walls. So we had a really great time taking all of the primary care leadership and uh, the Sandra Eskenazi mental health leadership on these neighborhood tours of their clinics. And it's just important to know where your patients live. I mean, this is the fundamental aspect. So where you live determines how long you live. So your zip code really does matter. And we wanted to make sure that our uh, Eskenazi Health staff had the opportunity to really understand what's happening in the neighborhood around the clinics. Uh, when, when you were doing these tours, what were some of the more intriguing things that stood out to you, some of your takeaways as you were, as you were finishing them up? I... I uh, I really loved uh, meeting some neighborhood partners um, that potentially could be great Eskenazi health partners. We could leverage what they're doing uh, and accelerate the health outcomes of our patients. So the idea is, is that Eskenazi health can't do it alone. We really have to partner with other organizations to leverage what they're doing. I think one thing that I thought was very interesting is that um, certain sites of ours have a good percentage of folks that actually live in the neighborhood. And that's something that we really need to emphasize more. The fact that somebody has lived in a neighborhood and has that 
neighborhood knowledge, street cred, if you will. That's really important to the quality of care that we deliver ultimately. And before before you got into this, we talked about, um, or you mentioned how uh, the neighborhood you live in can determine how long you live. Can which I is, is fascinating, and I don't think people really understand what that means. Can you expand on that a little bit? Sure. This is a body of work that's both national and international now that folks have been studying how neighborhood conditions and the social determinants of health impact how long you live. And uh, these are things, again, like housing, economic opportunity, whether or not there's jobs, the public safety of a neighborhood. All these things add up um, to potentially affecting somebody's life expectancy. So for any example, in Indianapolis, um, in 2015, there was a study done by the Fairbanks School of Public Health, uh, which determined that certain areas in our city have a 14-year life expectancy gap. This means that certain areas um, are living 14 years left. They're, they're leaving 14 years on the table because of the disparities in our city. That study was just recently updated about a month ago, and now the uh, life expectancy gap is 16.8. So we're not getting better as a city. So this is something that Eskenazi Health uh, takes very seriously and wants to see how we can impact the situation. So what do we do to impact this situation? I mean, are there are there small things that we can do that then build up to bigger accomplishments? Is there a, a roadmap yet for how, how you improve that? Well, from an Eskenazi health standpoint, uh, the first thing that we need to do is make sure that we're uh, leveraging um, our – what I would call centers centers of excellence within our organization. So making sure that what we're doing is is across the board in all of our sites and impacting uh, that directly. So one of the strengths that we have is uh, the food as medicine program. So we currently have a food prescription program that runs in three different sites. That would be great to make sure that that's expanded throughout the, the system and that everyone has access to uh, – accessing food as a basic fundamental precursor to any sort of health care that they're being offered. I think uh, in a long-term way, um, our, our goal with, with the Social Determinants of Health group is to make sure that we identify which neighborhood conditions are most important to that neighborhood. So we have to be very specific. Not every neighborhood is the same. So you have to go and talk to the folks and make sure that we're connected to the neighborhood partners and the community-based organizations, and then create a menu of activities that actually make sense long-term. This is a long-term proposition. It's it's a 25-year goal, but I think over time, we can affect the life expectancy of these neighborhoods. And for a little extra context, the food as medicine, food as medicine program is really quite spectacular in that uh, patients can go to their doctor and literally receive a prescription to go to a, a local uh, pantry. The Crooked Creek Food Pantry is one of them to get healthy food and then also get education on how to cook with healthy food and how to uh, how to better themselves. So how have these tours been received? What has been the response from people who are participating with these things? Are we pointed in the right direction so far? I, I think it's phenomenal. Um, the reception both on the neighborhood side as well as the, the clinic side, I think Eskenazi Health has a huge potential to 
deepen our relationships uh, in these neighborhoods and accelerate uh, good positive change. I I was struck by um, one uh, neighborhood tour though that identified a big challenge. So we we went for a walk around a neighborhood site and talking to some neighbors about uh, what we were doing, and they didn't even know that there was a health clinic, right? So it goes from that level of awareness, uh, and this was just a block away from the site they didn't even know, right? It goes from that level of awareness that we have to address to, let's say, the Crooked Creek Food Pantry, which is a great example of a partnership with St. Luke's United Methodist Church, Corteva, and others that are together with Eskenazi Health creating a food access location for that neighborhood. I think it's it's interesting that you said made the comment about how you had some people who just didn't even know there was a a health center in in their community and it's it's interesting where you learn like we've gotten so used to being connected and having information just at our fingertips available to to google anything we want but in in it's how easy it is for other people to kind of get left behind in that sense you don't have that kind of kind of access and you're like what do you mean you don't know well they don't know they, you know so it's so what can what do you think we can do to help get that information out a little bit better and uh fill in the gaps that have kind of grown out of this tech world that we live in i guess so one of the uh new innovations that the SDOH team has come up with uh is a new position that we're launching called a community weaver a community weaver uh is similar to a community health worker and they'll get community health worker training but the idea of a community weaver, they'll be based out of each of the primary care sites. We're actually hiring right now for 10 community weavers in our system. And their goal is to engage with the neighborhood. Their goal is to make sure that they are going to neighborhood meetings uh, and and really being knowing the pulse of the neighborhood around it and being Eskenazi Health's representative there, but also providing what we're, we're calling a, kind of a health concierge service so that when families come in, they are matching them up with community-based organizations in a smart way, like doing a warm handoff, making sure that they're connected directly to somebody at the local food pantry or the local church or, or whatever other local partner that we might have. So the Community Weaver is something very exciting and new, and honestly, it's very innovative that Eskenazi Health is doing this. So how can someone then go and engage with the community weaver when they come on board or the social determinants of health uh, a group here at Eskenazi Health. Uh, someone listening to this saying, I, you know, I, I, I need to engage with this group. What's the best way to go about doing that? Yeah, I think the best way would be email. And my email is ted.grain at eskenazihealth.edu. And that's T-E-D-D dot grain, G-R-A-I-N at Health. Edu. I think um, ultimately you should be connected to the local site um, that is in your neighborhood. If, if we're speaking to a neighborhood audience here, there's probably an Eskenazi Health Center in, in your vicinity and getting connected to that staff and that community weaver at that, at that uh, site would probably be the best way to connect to what we're doing. What are some of the goals, I guess, we do this in a couple parts. So what are the immediate goals for 2022 for these uh, in, in community and neighborhood engagement programs? And But then also down the road as we look at not just one year, but five years, 10 years, like what, what is our, our guide to success? Do we, do we know what success might look like uh, as, as we move forward? 
Well, um, one of the things we're launching in 2022 uh, is a process that we're calling a health equity zone process. What this is is a defined geographic area uh, where Eskenazi Health deploys its own unique health capacity and partners with community organizations with the goal of creating a healthy neighborhood through a shared vision and a joint implementation of health goals. Ultimately, uh, the goal there is that we would address these long-term social determinants of health, including racial equity, economic mobility, and increase the life expectancy for neighborhood residents. So a health equity zone would be an area around a health clinic where we're being very intentional about deploying all the things that we can offer as a system, but doing it in partnership with those neighborhood partners in that neighborhood. Being that uh, I'm going to go off script a little bit here, but being that you are the first person in this role and this is a brand new team, you know, just getting started, has there been anything that has maybe caught you off guard that you've discovered through this whole process or something that maybe a problem that you kind of the, you don't know what you don't know. And then we're shocked to find out that that was a barrier that you have to, that is being faced or that's going to be a, a, a target that, you know, to overcome. I think the social determinants of health right now are incredibly well supported within our system, and it's a huge priority for uh, – particularly given that racism is one of the biggest uh, social determinants of health. I mean when you think about racial equity, that is uh, one of the number one structural social determinants of health that we're, we're uh, dealing with in a lot of neighborhoods. So I would say uh, I think the system as a whole uh, in this moment in time is really supportive of this effort. So I, I can't think of anything that um, was surprising. I will say that um, I was from the outside very impressed with Eskenazi Health, which is why I wanted to work here. But coming inside and meeting all the incredible people here, I've been even more impressed. There are pockets of just incredible uh, well, it's not pockets. It's across the board that uh, folks are um, doing excellent, excellent work. I think the challenge for us going forward is to make sure that that work is also uh, being uh, implemented in the neighborhoods. Um, so I see that primary care and the mental health through Sandra Skenazi Mental Health Centers, those physical locations can be sort of the next horizon for Eskenazi Health going forward. Uh, before we, we wrap up and let you go here, is there, is there anything that we didn't cover that you would like to address or get out there? I mean, we have our questions, but I want to make sure that we allow time to cover everything that you would like to discuss regarding social determinants of health coming up on the program, the neighborhood tours, all of that stuff. No, I think, um, we covered a lot and we're, we're, we're about to engage in a, in a lot of new activity for, for the healthcare system. And we're excited, honestly, about 2022 as we move forward. So thank you for the time. Thank you for uh, having me on the show. It's awesome. Thank you. I think, uh, I think 2022 is going to be a very, very important year just for everything. And that's kind of me just kind of going off a little bit, just as we've been through everything of these last two years, but what has risen to the top of the needs that need to be addressed. And I think it's just really fantastic that Eskenazi is 
trying to address some of those root causes and and get into you know what is really going on before you just end up in a doctor's office you know so i i and i think we have uh the right people in place to to really make this happen so yeah fantastic and i wish you luck on everything uh thank you uh ted grain everybody uh thank you very much for coming in and uh we appreciate you taking time to listen to this thank you to joe and rachel for uh producing this up and uh of course you can find everything you need about eskenazi health at eskenazihealth.edu thank you all very much Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Eskenazi Health Here For You podcast. To hear all of our previous episodes, please subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud by searching Eskenazi Health.